For all your swimming pool needs in the greater Houston, Texas area, whether you need a new pool, repairs, remodels, regular service, inspections, Heritage Pools does it all. Give them a call today at 281-896-5061. Howdy, 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 and welcome to the Red Dirt Aggie Show. I'm Brian, a.k.a. the Red Dirt Aggie, and we're back here again with another episode, this time on a new day, on a on a Sunday afternoon, early evening. I needed a few days to, to process the uh, elimination from March Madness, but we're back and we're, we're ready to move forward. And I um, have a special guest today, Mr. Colin Luna. He's a good friend of mine and a former Reed Rowdy's officer, just like me. How you doing today, Colin? Doing well. I, I, I thought I was going to be doing poorly for a long time during that baseball game, but we turned it around, and I think it salvaged the, you know, salvaged the weekend for the baseball team, salvaged my weekend because I'm too invested in the baseball team. So, you know, all in all, I think I'm doing pretty good right now. Yes, and, uh, and Colin, Colin will be... Assisting us some um, this season with our with our uh, baseball analysis. He's he's an expert in uh, Aggie baseball and SEC baseball. So I mean, basically, I consider you an expert. So we'll uh, we'll have you on for that. Kind of like we had Joey stop in here and there for uh, basketball. So um, I, I do want to start with with uh, basketball first, and then we'll move into the baseball series from this weekend against LSU, which we did manage to get that. Uh, that big win today uh, to avoid getting swept, but we'll we'll go back and we'll revisit uh, the uh, the loss in March Madness, which you know call that March Sadness, which will be the title of this episode. But um, you look back and really not really anything went right in that game, uh, so I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but. I think the uh, the key thing is they were just on fire from three. I mean, what do they you think, Colin? Thirteen of them. Yeah, they they hit thirteen threes. I mean, they they shot uh, fifty nine, almost sixty percent from three point uh, from the three behind the arc, and that's just uh, that's insane. I mean, we we only shot thirty three percent total and twenty nine percent from three. So they they uh, shot twenty two threes, made thirteen of them. That's that doesn't happen very often that you're uh, actually better from three than you are overall from the field. Um, and then another key thing was A&M did not uh, shoot as many free throws as they're accustomed to shooting. Uh, we didn't get to the line quite enough. We only shot 12 free throws compared to we're normally shooting twice as many. And then uh, we just got outplayed all around. Um, and, it was just not a great day for the Aggies. Anything else that you noticed in that game that just seemed to go horribly wrong? So I'll have, you know, ever, you know, like close my eyes and have nightmares of uh, of Andrew Funk draining threes on us and coming out of nowhere for, yeah. uh, for Penn State. I think I saw he scored like 19 points all season, and then he just annihilated us. Oh, yeah. And then also, I think this might have been part of because 
uh, we, we got down early. We were down so big so fast, but it really seemed like all year our bread and butter was driving the ball inside and not jacking or not jacking up as many jump shots. And then I, it just seemed like we uh, just played completely different on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, and I think I think a big reason that that happened too was uh, Wade Taylor got into foul trouble kind of early on and had to go to the bench, and uh, that kind of changed the way that we played a little bit. And then by halftime, um, we were down uh, significantly, and then you come out in the second half, and we took maybe a couple more threes than we should have. And then by that point, all of a sudden we look up and we're trailing by a ton, so there's more pressure to shoot earlier in the shot clock and to take ill-advised shots, and then it just keeps spiraling and spiraling out of control to where we're not in control of the game and we were really never in control of the game. And then unfortunately that's led to a first round exit and it's just not what, at all what we wanted to happen or what we were expecting as Aggies. I mean, I, I know I had a and M in the elite eight in my bracket. I'll be honest and say that that's where I had them. I think you did as well, right? I, I also did. And my logic was, well, uh, you know, I, I was, I thought we'd beat Penn state. And then the second round matchup against Texas was going to be tough, but I was never, I, I was never going to, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't think that Colgate was going to beat Texas. So then I had that, that two seven matchup and I was like, well, no way I'm going to ever pick the Longhorns to beat the Aggies. So then I had us beaten, uh, beaten them. And then, uh, I think was it Xavier? That was the three seed in our region, whoever the three seed in our region was, I had us play in the sweet 16. And then my logic there was, well, we already beat Texas, so we can beat them. Yeah, and then I didn't want to get greedy with it, so I had Houston beat us in the Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah, I kind of had the same, the same like thought process. Definitely not going to pick us to lose to Texas, and I really thought if we could get past that first game, that we would have had a solid chance against Texas. I mean, crazy things always happen in that rivalry, even if they are a really good team. And I, uh, I just thought you know maybe we could have got some momentum going. And then I was like, oh, Xavier, you know, why not? Sure. You know, so I just had us go into the, to the elite eight. And then, then, you know, U of H, I was like, okay, well, we've made it this far. We've never made it this far before. So I guess like this is where the end of the line happens. And I kind of, I did have us losing in the elite eight. Um, but you know, obviously I would have rooted for my bracket to bust at that point. <laughs> and, uh, instead it just busted a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, um, well, my back, my bracket was already. I mean, we we played so late on Thursday. My bracket was already shot. Oh yeah, mine too. Um, and then uh, with the events of yesterday, Kansas was who I had as my champion, and uh, Arkansas messed that up yesterday. And what's funny about that is, uh, um, I've had uh, Arkansas basketball fans and different Arkansas accounts in my mentions on our Twitter page. Uh, I, I, it may be as a result of me posting a, a meme of a struggle bus after we beat <laughs> Arkansas in the SEC tournament. Cause I was like, what's this? And like struggle bus. And then they tweeted me with what's this? And a picture of the score of the Penn state game. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're still mad about the oink doink. Yeah. Probably still mad about the oink doink. Oh, I love the oink doink. I'll never forget those obnoxious Arkansas fans next to us, like Boone and Nia Smith when he got hurt and wouldn't shut up. And I was at the game with Joey, 
And then by the time I like stopped jumping up and down and like yelling and I think I high five and everybody around me turned around and they were gone. They, I mean, the second that ball doinked, they, they must did, the, did they spill they, they Diet Coke on you one time too? <laughs> did a bunch of them spill Diet Coke all over you or something? <laughs> uh, so I don't think that I was being that obnoxious, but you know, we did stop them on fourth down and I was cheering and you know, I, I can't. I can't verify for sure whether the Diet Coke was thrown at me or whether it was thrown at the ground in frustration and then splashed on me. But, uh, you know, I, I've never liked Arkansas, and uh, I've, I've, I hated them a little bit more ever since that day. Yeah, sorry, Tyler, but also not sorry. <laughs> I, I, will, I will use cleaner language that, uh, since you know, this is a family podcast that I would normally use when oh. talking about non-Tyler Arkansas fans. Well, I mean, sometimes it's a family podcast. Sometimes it's explicit. It's just, it just depends. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess today's episode is going to be a little cleaner. <laughs> it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Yeah, it's it's Sunday, the day of our Lord. <laughs> what does Josh Pate say? He's always like, <laughs> in the year of our Lord. <laughs> yeah. uh, something Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Josh Pate is one of my inspirations. So if you're listening, Josh Pate, one day, <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, join Brian during football season, or maybe during the summer. You're probably less busy then. Yeah. Or or just have me like become a part of your show. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Nah. But um. So uh, let's. So then with uh. March sadness occurring. I, I was really upset. And that, that's what I'll call that loss. Just, just March sadness. The next day, you know, I was originally had plans to wake up the next day and watch basketball all day again. Like I had done that day. You know, I'm a teacher. So I'm, I'm on spring break and I spent all day on Thursday watching basketball only to be disappointed at the end of the day. And so, um, then, you know, I'm thinking, Oh, I'll get up. Tomorrow, before the game, I'm thinking, I'll get up tomorrow, watch basketball all day then, and then watch it all day on Saturday, too. Well, that didn't really happen. I just kind of, like, flipped on the channel if there was going to be a crazy upset or something, and that was about it. Then I spent the rest of the time... There was uh, a crazy upset. There were, there were some crazy upsets. <laughs> yeah. Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The key, that's, the key, that's the key to winning in the first round, is be a small college that no one's ever heard of. Well, I guess he that starts with the just, letter just, F. Just, just, just be a small college in New Jersey, or just a small college that starts with the letter F. In this tournament, you had Furman, Fairleigh Dickinson, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, or be nerds like Princeton, <laughs> who yeah. is now on to the Sweet Sixteen. By the way, they won again yesterday, so that's crazy. Um, yeah, beat Mizzou. Yeah, that's wild. Not a great look for the SEC. But I mean, you know, us losing in the first round wasn't either. <laughs> yeah, we beat Mizzou in. Uh, oh, never mind. I was going to try to use some transitive logic, but it it would have it, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, so never well, mind. Disregard. Well, I mean, by transitive logic, though, we beat Arkansas, who beat Kansas. So does that mean we beat Kansas? <laughs> oh yeah, so we're basically a Sweet Sixteen team. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's what I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think I should tell that to Tyler. I'm sure he would love to hear that one. It wouldn't make him upset at all. <laughs> yeah, his success is actually our success. That's. I think I should use those exact words. So, Tyler, if you're yeah. listening, we're in the Sweet 16, too. <laughs> yeah. And we're seated higher than you. 
Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it still was a special run for the team. They, they, they made March Madness. Okay. That's, that's turning the corner. We just, we need to start winning March Madness games now. And I think, I think a lot of it can change if Buzz can start recruiting better. Uh, whoops. He's great at getting guys out of the transfer portal. You know, obviously we've had some really solid transfers that are like buzz style guys, but I think we need to get yeah, a legitimate I, I, shooter. I, overall, recruiting classes are like ranked in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, we need to we need to get a pure like shooter. <laughs> we have a lot of guys who can handle the ball, a lot of athletic guys who can rebound and all that stuff, but we need someone who can just like consistently drain shots, <laughs> like a pure <laughs> scorer. Um, that's, that's where we lack. We have guys who can do that in spurts, but it felt like it was rotating between the team and it wasn't really, there wasn't really one guy who just could like consistently score. (laughs) And that's, that's what you need. Um, the good news is though, a lot of those guys that are, the talented guys have eligibility left. So there's a good, uh, there's good reason to believe that, the majority of them will be back next year. I think even Boots has um, another year of eligibility because of COVID. So I think the only key player we're losing is Dexter Dennis. Yes, yeah, so I think Dexter Dennis will be the only one gone. Which, by the way, he, he was the he was the only player that was honored at Senior Day after the Alabama game. It was one of the equipment managers, <laughs> and then Dexter Dennis. Yeah, and um, so that leads me to believe that the rest of them are coming back. Yeah, I would think so too. And unless the transfer portal just rips my heart out. Oh, the transfer portal. Yeah. It'll either rip it'll either rip it'll either rip our heart out or, or it'll bless us. Because I mean that's how we got like the majority of those guys too. <laughs> if, if you're hearing this transfer portal, I want a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we, yeah. Um which uh which we we can go ahead and uh we can go ahead and touch on football since we're since we're bringing that up, but uh Spring football um, starts tomorrow, right? Right. Right. Uh, what what can what can we expect from what do you think we can expect from A and M this year, football wise? I'm <laughs> um, I'm shooting for for nine wins. Yeah, you know, uh, just so that people aren't like eight and four, right? Because nine and three sounds better. <laughs> I think that's bounce back. I think that's solid. I, I think that's reasonable expectation. We've got eighty percent of our production coming back. Yeah, I think I think anything all, all less. Our, all those freshmen we brought in last year uh, that actually played are back, and then the you know I, I know we lost some, but they they played like three games and then got suspended the rest of the season. Yeah, or you know, they did questionable things in the locker room. Back, we got we got the year two. That's whole year development for those guys. So I'm excited about you know, some of the guys we're bringing in. I think Ruben Owens could have a big impact. Replace some of some of A Chain's production. He's another small guy. is pretty fast. Yeah, um, he's probably he's probably our biggest impact freshman. I think because I mean, no one you don't see a lot of guys on the line come in and just dominate their freshman season. Well, I'm uh, I'm excited to see how Connor does with the, getting the reins for a full season at quarterback too. I think that's going to be interesting to see. Um, with the yeah, Lions. I don't know how much we'll be able to see in the spring game, especially with especially with the I don't know if you if you heard, but since they're doing the the renovations on the south end of Kyle Field, uh, the the spring game is only going to be on a fifty yard field. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, so I, yeah, so uh, 
So we might not be able to blame the wind on why we didn't have any uh, any deep plays in the spring game like last year, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we can blame the field this time. Yeah, you can't have deep plays. It's only 50 yards. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I'm, um, I'm excited to see uh, the, other, the other impact I'm excited to see is uh, uh, Tyron Smith. He's the, uh, that wide receiver transfer out of UTEP. He's been all-conference USA uh, last year, and I he was initially going to, I think, brought in when we thought we might lose Anaya Smith. So, but I don't. I think it'll be interesting to see what his role ends up being with Anaya Smith coming back. He's another small slot guy. He's uh, pretty shifty. He's, he's pretty fast. I think. I think he could have an impact, but I don't know what his role is going to be because I think really with receiver, we've already got Anaya Smith. We've already got Evan Stewart and Moose. We need some. We need some bigger guys on the outside. Well, you got Moose. All, I mean, how all, how tall is all Moose? Of our, all, of our, all of our top receivers just profile as slot guys. Yeah, I, well, I mean, how tall is Moose though? I mean, he's he's pretty good height, right? I mean, <laughs> he's uh he's kind of smaller though, I guess is the thing. But um, it'll be that's. I think we're gonna be nasty. Oh yeah, thanks. You checked that for me, but we're uh. <laughs> I think we're going to be nasty at receiver. You got Anaya Smith, Evan Stewart, and Moose. Plus, you said we have that transfer and Jalen Preston, and is back as well. Um, I would just see Jalen Preston's nil deal. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great pun. It, questionable nil deal. I saw a tweet from I think it was the Robert Behrens guy, the guy who's, uh, but he was saying a uh, questionable nil deal for sure, being a bail bonds. NIL deal, but going to make for some great puns with his name being Jalen, kind of like the Jalen, Jalen situation there. <laughs> um, but those are the best NIL deals. Like, what was that one guy? Yeah, who... Gage Gandy Bail Bonds. That's, that's, that's Jalen Preston's NIL deal uh, he announced the other day for Ooh. any of you that weren't aware. It was what, Bail Bonds? Gage Gandy Bail Bonds. <laughs> Ready to help the Aggies get their feet back on the street. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope that none of our players need that this year. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, but the... <laughs> you know, if we're a real SEC town like Alabama, we just won't even arrest the players. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no matter yes, that was shots fired Tuscaloosa. Ooh, yeah, oh yeah! Oh, oh! I didn't even mean that pun. Okay, that was. Gonna oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the with nil, you have a lot of great puns that come out of it. A lot of great puns, like, uh, what's the guy the coldest to ever do it, <laughs> or something like? Um, oh, yeah, I forgot he, what his I think name was. He, he transferred out of Nebraska this year, I think, actually. Yeah, but he had a he had like a uh, nil deal with. Um, I think my, my, my favorite my favorite nil deal of all time was Deuce Vaughn at Kansas State last summer. I don't know if you saw that one. Oh, which one his, was his that? Na- his, his name's Deuce, and his nil deal was uh, was with like a company that like rents porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and then i saw like um uh, one of our players had like a deal with like condoms too it was pretty funny <laughs> um yeah it's just there's there's they endorse anything and everything and it's pretty funny 
But um, moving, uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, to Aggie baseball, the the little bright spot that we got. Well, at least at the end of the weekend, but it didn't start that way, did it? Well, you know, I'm not going to call it a bright spot. It, 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 it's a dim spot. You know, we, we <laughs> lost the we lost the series and never liked to lose to LSU, but there, we, there's, there's still never been a sweep in that series since uh, since we joined the SEC. Um, the the first. The, the first game with uh, their pitcher, Paul Skeens, who's just throwing gas, like 98, 97. The Air Force into, transfer. Like, you know, like deep into the game. I mean, that that guy, I, I don't know. We, we just never had a chance. I mean, I, I think uh, after a Friday, either Friday night or Saturday morning, whenever uh, Schloss was talking to the media, like I saw he uh, he said that uh, Paul Skeens really shouldn't be in this league. He should be in the American League or the National League. Yeah. And, uh, and that that was just that was craziness. I mean, I don't, we think we only got three hits that whole night. I don't know how many of those were off of him, but yeah, this guy transferred been, from he's been Air Force too. Out all year. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember last year he last year he hit for Air Force too. Yeah, yeah Air Force was Air Force was pretty solid last year. I remember uh, seeing him in the I think the the midweek they, they played like a Tuesday and a Wednesday night in Texas. I think they blew Texas out one of those games. And then I think they ended up in the Austin regional too. So that makes me but wonder they, if he was like considering joining the military. Like when you go to those military schools, don't you have to like, Yeah, know? I didn't even know that they were allowed to transfer. It wasn't until I started seeing stuff about, I think Kendall Rogers tweeting stuff about uh, him. Not, not that he was in the transfer portal this summer, but that, that was when I first found out that he even could transfer. And so yeah. apparently, Apparently the their contract doesn't become binding until their junior year, so they can still transfer out after the first two years. Yeah, so that's why he probably went there because like maybe, maybe Air Force was his backup plan, or was like that's what he was thinking. And then he's like, well, you know, I'm actually really good at baseball, so now he's like, I got an opportunity to do something with this. So he headed to LSU, you know, one of the better baseball programs in the country. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't blame him because I mean your your window for being a pro athlete is so small, and especially yeah. baseball. You know, you go to college, they're already coming out at twenty one. You got other guys in the minor leagues going in at eighteen. Yeah, and then you know, your window to make it to the big leagues is so small, and then once you get into the big leagues, you don't really get free agents. You don't get real free agency until after like your sixth year. Yeah. And so you I mean the the if you have to delay that, then you would be in the military service for three years. If you even get another chance, I mean you're. You're Absolutely, just, your, opportunity, your window of opportunity is so much smaller. Yeah. But also, speaking of you know Air Force, um, I don't know if it was actual if it was an Air Force plane, but it was some type of military yeah. plane that did that flyover on Friday night. I saw That's that video crazy. on Twitter. I, I wasn't there live, but I, I would have I, I would have uh, freaked out if I was there live. That I mean, I think I'm sure I would. I'm pants. sure it was the angle. But I mean, that is the lowest flyover I've ever seen, and it looked to be about level with that white post. And that, that I yeah, I know, that like was, that was scary. Like when I saw the video at first, or like the thumbnail of the video, I thought it was like fake, or it was like going to be a meme, or like I don't know something awful. <laughs> but like I, I clicked like, on it. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, Easterwood is the other way. Like, why is it going that low, approaching the other? approaching that direction it, yes. it, it needs it needs to be going uh whatever i don't know i can't think of what direction that is because everything's messed up in college station because north is east and east is north and i don't i don't know <laughs> but it was going the direction that the airport is not in oh 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, so so that that was kind of freaky and then uh you know, I was a little it was the other thing that was a little freaky was us getting shut out on but you know, against that guy, I mean that that's gonna happen. But and then yesterday you know, I didn't get I didn't get to see the whole game yesterday. I was over at my brother's house, but I've I've watched some of the middle innings and like towards the end and you know, we we were up and we were playing with fire. I think we uh, had the bases loaded in the end of the third inning and then managed to get out of that jam. And then this fourth inning that just blew it apart, scored six on us. They say the money lies in the RBIs. And in those first two games, A&M would have been very poor, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, to, so to speak. I think that's a saying from – it's from, I think, uh, Jeff Kent. Uh, yeah, Jeff Kent. Whose son plays yeah, for best, A&M. Jeff Kent, uh, best known for being the father of A&M shortstop Caden Kent. Uh, and also best known for playing for the Astros, Ghost Rose. This podcast yeah. supports the Astros. <laughs> this guest is not. That's why I'm only a guest. <laughs> yeah, that's why Colin's only a guest. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, then, then we went into today and uh, we trailed for a large portion of the game. Yeah, uh, I, know. I, I was I was getting fired up. I was... Uh, you know, I saw Brian's meme that he tweeted. I thought it was a pretty good meme. Uh, this this morning, you know, that's the the Randy Marsh. I hear no. I, you know, I haven't heard no bells. Beat the hell out of LSU, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was I was like, all right, we we can go salvage this weekend. Let's go. I was getting fired up. I was like, all right, it's Sunday, Sunday series. And, you know, both teams have used a lot of arms. We we can you know we we can get some hits on their on their uh, worn out bullpen. Yeah, and then. Uh, you know, we go in there and just they put up a four spot in the first inning, and then I was like, uh, you know what? I, I might have heard a bell. Um, but thankfully, <laughs> oh, no. the team didn't give up like I did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Schlosh and the boys. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, they they hung in there the whole game. We just kept chipping away, and then uh, largely. Due to I, I, the pitching, uh, is what kept oh, us yeah, in the Justin game. Lampkin came in yes. in the either third inning or beginning of the fourth inning, and he went like seventy-two pitches, I think, and he of uh, of shutout ball, and he kept the Aggies in it and gave us a chance. He's been he's been our uh, probably our brightest spot, I would say, of the whole season. He's been uh, starting a few Tuesday games. He was really good against Rice last week. And then, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I wonder if he might end up getting a shot to be the Sunday starter going forward or at some point this season. Yeah, I think I could see him moving into a starting role for sure. Um, you know, it, it's nice having him being able to come out of the bullpen, but, I mean, if he can throw that many pitches and that many shutout innings, you might as well have him start. <laughs> yeah. You know, get you all the way to the sixth or seventh inning. <laughs> yeah, I think – I. I think he'd be he's uh, you know he might be more valuable on a weekend start than on the Tuesday starts. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then maybe have him start against Texas just because. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Week from Tuesday. Oh wow! Yeah, I've we seen play uh, Rice for the you know for the third time. Yeah, why are we playing Rice so much? <laughs> I don't. We usually play them once a year. It's usually we either go to go yeah. to Houston to play them, or they or they come to to Olson. Yeah, I know that's yeah, like year normally we a the, the Shriners Classic, 
and then the at Reckling, and then they're coming to to Olsen on Tuesday. <laughs> it, it's just interesting because I know like we usually play like Sam Houston once, Rice once, and then like. Dallas Baptist and Houston Christian, or I guess it's Dallas Christian now. I think they one of them changed. Yeah, yeah, it's Houston Christian. Oh, Houston. Okay, I was like, I know one of them like got rid of their denomination. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with playing Rice three times. I, I guess because one of them was in a tournament, maybe we, we, we had a home and we home. We gotta go for the sweep on the season series on Tuesday. You know, as Josh <laughs> Payton would say, "Don't lose to food." <laughs> that's funny that's really funny don't lose the food oh, but, speaking of food i thought you know the you know I, I think it actually was national corn dog day but i will say i you know i enjoyed the heck out of you know an lsu came in town and, you know as everyone knows that, that famous message board post uh lsu fans smell like corn dogs and uh on saturday i think the team had a corn dog giveaway for the first 200 fans <laughs> that's awesome but yeah. t- tell me more about that message board post. I actually don't think I ever saw that. But I know, like, the meme that caught on and everything, but I never saw the original post that led to it catching on. Was it just – was that it? Was it just saying, like, oh, LSU fans smell like corn dogs? Uh, I don't I don't have the, the full thing in front of me, but I can, I can find you the text and send it to you and put it on uh, social media. But it yeah, was, yeah. I mean, it send was, it to me and I'll, it was, I'll put it, it up on a, the page. It was yeah, – it was <laughs> – a long, like, rambling post by an Auburn fan, and it, it was, it, it's, it's become, it's become a, a, a copy pasta on the SEC media. Post. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Corn dogs, corn yeah. dogs for sure. But um, so Trevor Warner, huh? He broke his hand and then came back to pinch hit. Well, yeah, he's, you know, he broke his hand diving into first base the, like, second inning of the entire season. Yeah. And uh, I I was shocked to see him back out there so quickly. I thought he wasn't expected to come in until, like, the Texas game at the earliest. But they, they came in, and uh, he pinch hit, and I think he struck out looking. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, he might have swung. I don't know. That was... That was, you know, the eighth inning, and I, w- I was getting, I was a little stressed out there, and I was a little mad. So <laughs> I don't remember, I don't remember who I was yelling at for striking out looking, but you know, I take that back. <laughs> but what's uh, what's crazy to me, well, not crazy to me. I mean, I I under I understand it, I guess, but the the going price of tickets for this uh, Texas Texas A and M matchup at Olsen uh, on the Tuesday night game. If you go look at the uh, Texax Ticket Exchange, which is a place you can find uh, find tickets to Aggie sporting events or anything, it, it's a great resource. Anyway, um, I'm on there looking, and people are selling their, their tickets for like three, $400. I saw some for like $500, $700, like just for tickets to this game. And I'm like, it's a pretty highly anticipated matchup. It is every year, but I think we need more seats in Olsen. <laughs> like, like that's getting a little outrageous. <laughs> I, mean, I think, I think we need to finally put in those left field bleachers that have been remembered <laughs> for a few years. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, but, I know yeah, that, we're spending all that money on those new football facilities. So. Well, no. I so I actually saw something saying that, um, we have approved a large amount of money for renovations 
to Olsen Field and to Bluebell Park. I think it's coming. It's the next big project that's going to be announced or that's going to be completed. I'll have to look into that more, but I did see something saying there was like, uh, I think there was a certain amount of money set aside and it was more money than the current cost of what is there at Bluebell Park has been set aside to renovate Bluebell Park. So it's going to be something amazing. I don't know when or what or how, but knowing a and I'm sure they'll do something like really unnecessary. <laughs> That's just incredible. <laughs> if you look at Kyle Field, you know, for example, Exhibit A. It's necessary. Oh, absolutely. And Olsen, Olsen Field is no different. I mean, we're, we're starting to fall behind on what some of these other ballparks have. I mean, look at Mississippi State has like apartments in the outfield or something like that. They have like... Uh, those outfield suites and like I think there's an apartment. I think you can rent like an apartment or something. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, all the just not even just SEC, just SEC West schools. Yeah, and then like um, the only thing I wish we had uh, at Olson that we don't is like a cool big outfield area where people could beer shower when there were home runs. Because <laughs> like Arkansas and Ole Miss have that, and it looks it looks really cool on TV. <laughs> like someone hits a home run and everyone just goes nuts. <laughs> yeah, but we yeah we we got I mean we got Aggie Alley out there in West Field, which you know if we actually do ever expand and put bleachers there, we might lose Aggie Alley. And then we got the train tracks, so. Yeah, yeah it's, that's the, it's tough but because not, of only, not only did the train tracks ruin my sleep for four years, they're also ruining our outfield beer shower parties. But I heard, um, I heard stories um, from back in the day, before the wreck was back there, and there used to not be uh, like so many fences. I think next to the train tracks. Because I heard people used to like drive their trucks out like by the baseball games, and they would like park near the fence and just like chill on their truck beds and like watch baseball games. Oh, I've seen I've seen a video of the it was from the nineteen eighty nine Texas series. This yeah. guy was in one of those like uh, like was like in a bucket lift, like <laughs> this guy in a bucket lift out there in like right field, like holding up a big flag or something. <laughs> Buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I love when the plane, like a plane, will fly over, or a loud car goes by, and everyone's like, "Buy a ticket!" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's one of the unique things about the ballpark, though, is having the train because you get everyone holding up how many engines they think are coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the TV guys were fascinated by that this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, one of the TV guys was Boomer White, though. One of the yeah. one of the commentators today was Boomer White, our former uh, former Aggie who played here. So. Yeah, the, the the only guy I've ever seen who played with an Aggie ring on. Yes, was I was going to mention that. That was it was pretty cool. He, he was proud. <laughs> yeah. He was a great hitter for us too. <laughs> I remember I remember that was the only time it was appropriate to chant boomer like at a Aggie event cuz it'd be like boomer, why? Uh, and speaking of great hitters, I think Hunter Haas had four hits today. Yeah. That was big. Yeah, Hunter Haas with uh, the, the other the other guy we already talked about Justin Lampkin, the other guy that need, that definitely needs a shout out today, Stanley Tucker. Yeah, the hero. <laughs> he, came, he came in there. They I think they pinch hit him or uh, put him in seventy men for. Uh, well, yeah, for he Jordan got on Thompson. base. He got and on he base were, and scored. I think too. Well, um, he made he made a hell of a diving catch in center field in the like, fifth or sixth inning to to keep the game close, keep it within reach. Like LC had a guy on second base, definitely would have scored. Yeah. And then he had uh, 
and then he had that hit in the I think was was he was he the one that hit that kind of, kind of like a swinging butt down third and you know beat the throw out to, to first base. Yeah, I'm not sure. That, I, I know insurance run. I can't remember um, how. I just remember he got on first and someone else like was able to get him in. Um, so he did. I think he did score a run for us as well. But yeah, that catch of course was clutch. And then yeah, that was the just like full out like Superman like I don't know I. <laughs> I didn't think he had a chance, and that that was that was incredible. Yeah, so, something else. Baseball, you know, I think we should touch on. You, uh, you're talking about the the tech, you know, the, the Texas series. We got that or that Texas game next Tuesday. That that big rivalry. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw it earlier, but I think Kendall Rogers had tweeted out either Thursday or Friday that with uh, when Texas and Oklahoma join, SEC is looking at having two permanent rivals for baseball that you play every year. And then the other, the other eight series will rotate through. So I think, I think for sure we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Texas for one of our series. I mean, I think Texas, I think the, the, the series I could think that would be locked in for sure. Texas. I would say probably Texas and Oklahoma, Texas and A&M. Well, actually probably Texas for baseball, probably Texas and A&M, like a 100% lock. Then they probably get Oklahoma but, well, yeah, you know, Texas is going to get us Arkansas, and I don't know if Arkansas is going to want might be able to throw a fit, but I think we def I think the locks are A and M, Texas, you know, Alabama, Auburn, Vandy, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and then I'm you know I'm not sure about the others, but I think you know I <laughs> I, I I think I I want I want Texas and LSU personally. Yeah, I I was thinking that I'm like that's. That's that's a tall order. I mean, that's going to be some hard fought games. That'd be a lot of fun, though, too. It's just, well, I mean, are... so is every SEC series. I, mean, I, got, I mean, I honestly, schedule. yeah, it doesn't I, matter. I got the schedule pulled up right now. I don't, you know, like Tennessee, well, I think Ole Miss got swept, and Tennessee actually drops two to Missouri. Yeah, but Ole Miss weekend, was on but, the road. They're yeah, not even yeah, going to yeah, drop them much. <laughs> going into this series, we got you know, LSU, you know, they're number one team in the country coming in. The next week, we're at number two, Tennessee. And the week after that, number three, Ole Miss is coming in. And then we got Auburn. That that was winnable. Then Missouri, who I was like, oh, I'm not worried about that one. I, you know, I I saw they they they're going for the sweep against Tennessee right now. They're 17 and two. So that <laughs> one that I thought was going to be easy, maybe not so easy. Then we got Kentucky. There's Kentucky no is the games. one that just annihilated. I think Mississippi State this week. Do they still have their sleeveless jerseys? By the way, I hate those things. <laughs> I think they do. They the look only other jerseys. I, the only jerseys I hate more than those are those those Ole Miss powder blues. I mean, you just you know. Oh, I don't you, have a problem with the powder blues. You know, the, only the the, you know, the Royals can pull off the powder blues. The Rangers. Um, You're I, a Rangers fan, don't you? Like the Rangers powder blues. <laughs> I like the blue tops. I don't like the. I don't like when the Rangers go on their Sundays and they go the all powder blue. Oh, I blue think, pants! I think yeah. if they, I think if they went white pants with the powder blue jerseys, that would be nice. But I, I feel like baseball you know, pants should usually be white or like cream slash tan and nothing else really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not a big fan of powder blue. But then, you know, then we also we got we got at Arkansas is number seven, and then the next week we've got Florida. It, it uh, this, this conference is just ridiculous. I mean, people talk about how good it is in football, but like it's it's twice, if not three times, as good at baseball as it is at football. And it was pretty good at basketball this year too. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's an everything conference. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, baseball is just ridiculous, and I think um, 
it helps that a lot of our teams are located in the south, so we get to start the year uh, at home. You know, you have those northern schools that never really get to play home games until much later because it's too cold. <laughs> and I think, you know, maybe not so much for, like, A&M and Texas when they join, but I think a lot of it with the, with the SEC is there's not a lot of MLB teams in the south. And you've got, like, you've got, like, the Braves, but... Well, well, yeah, the Braves that. are the team of the South. On, I mean, for anyone who doesn't live in uh, Texas. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, you, there, there's not a lot of ML, MLB teams, and so it's just a yeah, and it's a talent-rich area. Yeah, it really is. So, but, I mean, it's, it's, but it, it's, the SEC baseball is just so fun because the, the level of play is great, the passion's there. You know, I I, I kind of consider it like you know. If football, you know, the football teams are going through spring practice right now. I think it's kind of like a spring practice for the fans, you know. You got <laughs> you, you you can't show up rusty. You got uh, rusty in the fall with your, you know, you got you, know, you got to perfect your trolling of the other teams. You know, you got to you got to keep you got to keep the hate up. Got to you know the, yeah. the passion, the, the chance. It's and it's yeah. an outdoor sport, so you got to get used to being outdoors and yelling for your team again. Well, yeah. it's usually yeah, 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 especially deeper in the season. You know, when you get when you get into May and June, I mean that's hot. You got to be you got to be conditioned to sit out there. And you know, baseball games even last longer than football games. I mean, you got to be conditioned if you if you're that CB if you if you're on CBS if you're one of the earlier season CBS games. You know, you're <laughs> out there at two thirty in the afternoon. That thing's like four four and a half hours because they play. And insane yeah. amount of commercials. So you got a condition you're, you're, you're gonna be sitting out there in the you know that the ninety three degree heat. You know it's humid all these places. I mean you you gotta <laughs> got condition you prepare for that by sitting out there for a long baseball game. Yep, absolutely. Oh man. Yeah, so thanks for listening. And uh, Colin, thanks for stopping by. We'd love to have you back on some future baseball episodes if you're down. Uh, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, so this has been uh, the Red Dirt Aggie Show with special guest Colin Luna. Thanks for listening. See you all next time.